now tuned into the greatest. Welcome back to Below the Herd when I am your host, Ryan Antonio Henry, sitting here with the homies, the team, the compadres, the cohorts, the amigos, the black BTS, the Avengers, the today we're the Fantastic Four. I'll get into that later. Dexter, what are we? The North Side Serpents. North Side Serpents. Alan? <laughs> Adam's family. Adam's family. Oh, okay. That's new. All right. All right. Okay. How about Who's bench warmers today? Bench we're the bench warmers. We're the bench warmers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll say we're the bench warmers. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what, like I said, Fantastic Four. And this, again, is Below the Hardwood. You are tuned in. Episode 28. Before I give you the title, I have a video for our guest who's joining us today. And let me just play it real quick right here. All right, we're here with the Jones, Skeets and Tass, and a very special guest this morning, Tony Parker, All-Star Guard from the San Antonio Spurs. Hey, Congra- congratulations, first Thank off. you, thank you. Um, and I'll also congratulate you on being our first NBA interview. Oh, really? For the show. Yes. First, for the first show. NBA player. Yeah, we've been doing this three years, and you're the first one. Really? I uh, dunked on a girl. Sorry. John, congratulations, man. Thank you. For those <laughs> that cannot see us and are just listening to our voices, uh, we just played a video. Uh, that video was from a real pioneer. Our guest is, uh, like, like in, it's nuts when you think about it. Um, he's a pioneer in a podcasting world. Uh, one of the former hosts of the famed The Basketball Jones podcast or Basketball Jones, on the score, uh, previously of the starters on NBA TV, and now of the legendary No Dunks podcast on The Athletic. Would you guys please give it up for J.E. Skeets. Welcome to the show, sir. What's up, man? Wow. That, uh, that video was cringe. <laughs> I am so nervous in that clip interviewing Tony Parker. Like I am shaking. My mic skills are absolutely brutal. Um, but yes, thank you. Thanks for having me on, guys. How's it going? Great, great, man. I just pictured great. Tony Parker spitting on all the footlongs, being, this isn't a real baguette. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he, uh, he had the famous line, well, famous to us. He says at one point, I am very loyal to my Subway sandwich. He says that, and I don't know why. We always say that now to each other when any talk of Subway sandwiches comes up. I am very loyal to my Subway sandwich. Uh, yeah, that's taking it way back. That was like... Man, that's maybe 2009, I'm going to say. I think wow. in a Subway sandwich shop in Phoenix <laughs> during All-Star Weekend, if, if I'm correct. Yeah, that's an old one. Crazy. Simpler times. Kid Cudi was at the top <laughs> of the charts, you know? <laughs> I like the fit. I like the fit as well. <laughs> the hoodie. <laughs> yeah, you know, keeping it cash. My hair looks insane, too, in it. Um, <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I, I like the little montage of all the other people we talked to. I was like, oh, yeah, we talked to some big names in there. And you're throwing, obviously, Kobe up there and KD <laughs> and stuff. I was like, okay, yeah, we did talk to some people. Be- beyond uh, maybe your first one, what would you say, like, the most, like, nerve-wracking interview from, like, the TBJ days was? Mm. Um, 
For me, being a obviously Canadian and a diehard Steve Nash fan, it was probably Nash. Um, just like my like, I was just really excited, but obviously nervous too because it was pretty early in our like career too. We we interviewed him in New York. I remember he has like I think he might still do it like a like a soccer like game in New York City like during the summer. It was usually around the draft. Yeah. Um. So you know, I got the chance to interview him. During that weekend, and I was like, yeah, freaking out, because he was sort of like my, you know, childhood, like, hero in terms of basketball players. He's on the, he's on my list, you know, one of my favorite players of all time, but he was, he, he, that quickly changed because he's such a cool guy. So it was like, I was nervous, like, when he was walking in, and then he was, like, helping us move furniture around to set up the interview. Like, he was just, like, a really... That's Obviously, so down to earth, good old Canadian boy. So Canadian. So, yeah, exactly. Okay. So, uh, but I, I was nervous heading into that one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. So, so growing up, Steve Nash was kind of your idol. Was it because like play style? Like, what what about his game that really like kind of spoke to you growing up? Yeah. Like, and did you kind of like play that way yourself? I mean, uh, sort of all of the above, uh, Alan. It was like definitely. That's who I played like, being obviously a little shorter than everybody out there, but probably quicker than everybody. And I think my best basketball skill is passing. Um, so, yeah. And it was just like the whole thing, like, oh, that's pretty cool. A Canadian has made the NBA first off, and then he's really good. And then he's like a two-time yeah. MVP, and it's like just got better and better. And then, of course, when you meet him, too, it's like, oh, he's also cool as hell. Like, they tell you not to meet your heroes and stuff like that. But he's an exception. So, uh, nice. yeah, all, all, of, all of the above, though. I, I, I do get some, or I used to when I was younger, some, uh, some Nash comparisons, both in terms of how I look when I didn't have the beard. Uh, there's a very <laughs> funny photo where I'm interviewing him, and it's like, uh, you know, it's like I'm looking in a mirror. Um, and, uh, and then how I play, too, a little bit, yeah. yeah. So do you, do you still play like Steve Nash right now? Like, how's your game? I mean, what, yeah, what I haven't say? changed much over the last you know two decades. It's <laughs> obviously with not the a, pandemic going on, not a ton of basketball being played, unfortunately. Jonesing uh, to get back out there. <laughs> oh, um, me too. Yeah, but yeah, not much has changed. I think I still, for a forty-year-old guy, still have a still generally one of the quicker people, at least in games I'm playing. I'm talking pickup yeah. games like Wednesday night church runs and stuff like that. But uh, you know, I, I make sure uh, the competitive levels are. Uh, high like i love just you know just kicking it with everyone and just having a fun game like i don't like to be arguing over calls but i do when i get out there like to like hey let's let's go let's make this like competitive you know what i mean the good yeah. balance of let's have some fun but like come on i want to win i want to stay on right um yeah. so you know i'm taking it seriously but that's like again i'm i haven't played in a you know a five on five run or a four on four run even i don't know in a year I, I, plus i mean it's yeah. crazy to think about yeah, same here. I feel, but even though I haven't been playing for some reason, in the back of my brain, I'm like, I think my shot got better. Mm. I feel like, <laughs> well, yeah, feel like my eyesight. I don't know. I've been like, you know, <laughs> I've been missing a bunch. I feel like if I just get in that court, ooh, it's gonna be. Oh, bad. I agree. I, I always said this too. Like, it'll be interesting when we can go back to playing. Because I don't know about you guys. When I would play regularly, and then I would take off a week or two. Like maybe you're gone on vacation or something. Whatever. That first time back for me was always when I would like play my best. Like, I would just mm. ball out. And you would think the opposite. You're like, why wouldn't you be rusty or something like that? It was always the opposite. It was that first time back where I was killer. So will I be, like, like extra good when I play the first time after a year? Or will <laughs> I be garbage like I assume I would be uh, yeah. not having played in I so long? So we'll see. We're going to put that to the test, I guess, uh, eventually. Yeah, the co conditioning might be up, but, like, the mental, you know, the laps and practices that yeah. you have up here, you know? Yeah. Just weeks and weeks just ready to go. That's true. That's true. We'll see. I'm a lead at all times, so, you know, I don't take no days off. Uh, is, is Skeets a trash talker on the court? Um, I am one of those trash talkers 
that I'm not ripping on the other team or the other players, but I'm always talking up my guys. If that oh, makes okay. sense, right? Like if Trey's shooting, if I'm setting him up or whatever, I'm like the bucket. You know, I'm talking. I'm talk like I'm a talker. I mean, I, be, I get paid to talk for a living. So <laughs> I never shut up. I'm definitely one of those guys out there. But I wouldn't say I'm like, you know, clowning the other team. Again, it's more like just sort of building up my guys um, and uh, just trying to get everybody's confidence, uh, you know, soaring and stuff like that. But that gets irritating for the other team too. There's no doubt. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not quiet. Let's put it like that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, again, appreciate you coming on, and, and no it was great because I, I was digging for something. I was just like, okay, what can, what can I find? What can I find? And like, I found this kind of like funny Reddit page, just uh, again about your uh, basketball Jones days, and there, uh, it was like a funny, uh, funny quote I was reading. Someone was looking for like the podcast archive or mm-hmm. archive, sorry. And I think one guy was like, I think I have it on an old hard drive, but I'm gonna wait a few years and I'm gonna sell it for mad ducats. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Wow, that's uh, so yeah. Yeah, some, someone has a treasure trove of all your your episodes, and they hope to sell it for mad ducats. So I found that kind of cool. That's uh, uh, that's <laughs> just you know forward thinking. That's uh, that's smart. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not, those are non fungible podcasts, right there. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, that we do get a lot of people always saying like, yeah, do you have all these old episodes or whatever? And it's like, I mean, the answer a lot of times is no. They're sort of gone. We don't have them. I know JD has some, uh, our producer, but yeah, good to know somebody out there is going to make mad money off. It's, we'll probably buy it off them at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Playing the game. But, it's the new Top Shot. Yeah. Everyone's I mean, just <laughs> buying your archived uh, yeah, no, and basketball that's, games. Uh, we, like, I know we're sort of joking, but like uh, we have a call with someone like next week coming up. The hilarious idea of maybe doing like no dunks NFTs, like uh, doing something in that ah. space. Like, uh, even if it's just for fun, obviously, even if it's not like a money-making thing, just like sort of like a brand thing, but we'll see. We'll see what comes of that. NFT world. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I want to go. Awesome. Well, obviously, this is a bad basketball podcast, and we are naturally from Toronto, so mm-hmm. the conversation always starts off with some Raptor news. Oh, so. boy. Not good timing right now. <laughs> not good timing right now, but before we get into the actual play... Um, the NBA came out uh, and released their uh, new earned jerseys uh, mm. this past week. And I know you did uh, some talking uh, about it on uh, No Dunks, but yep. um, can we ask, uh, the Raptors earned jerseys, is, is it a cop or drop? Do, do you feel it? Do you like it? I'm a little torn. Yeah, we did talk about this on the show. Love the purple. Okay. I am, I am like, I think most even Raptors fans love the purple, you know, taking us back. Uh, to the OG days. Uh, and I just love purple. I actually wear purple a lot. So I'm like in on that. Nice. Not a fan, <laughs> especially paired with the shorts of the Chevron. I mean, going a little <laughs> overboard, if you ask me with this thing. Uh, they really leaned into the, uh, you know, yeah. the, the, the arrow pointing up. It's uh, Every time I see the Chevron, I think of the old video game Excite Bike. Uh, I know I'm aging myself there, but you hit the Chevron and you got the little, uh, little speed boost. Yes. Uh, so... I'm like a little torn. I like things about them, and I and I dislike uh, especially the Chevron, the two tone. I'm not a big two tone guy like that too. Some people like it. Trey did, but overall, like my answer is like sort of like a you know meh. I'm not buying it. I will say that, but I'm also like mm. not going to turn off the game because they're wearing them, so it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I was never a huge fan of that, like, kind of arrow thing. Like, I feel like we had, like, a five-minute discussion about it before they just, like, threw it on everything. Yeah. Like, I was a cool kind of, like, okay, here and there, that's a fun little jersey. But, like, once I saw, like, those new jerseys, I was like, oh, okay, so those are, like, 
alternates, right? Yep. And they're like, no, nope. these are the jerseys. Yeah. yeah. I, and my, like, yeah. I got, like, crazy weird OCD. Like, if I walk into a room, especially my own house, like, if a painting or whatever, like, a photo is, like, off kilter a little bit, like, I can't not stare at it and, like, I have yep. to go fix it. Am I crazy or because of the way it's done, like that Chevron, the Raptors as it goes up and down, it, it looks, looks off like center. off to me. <laughs> <laughs> like there's, some, I no. think it's like the you know the second R when it's going back down, like looks completely off or something like that, and it's like drives me nuts. So I also dislike him for that reason. But again, that's yeah, just me as being an insane person. But yeah, you, you just said like a game, like OG. Could you just like a little? I know. Just, a little, <laughs> and I'm telling you, I feel bad for saying this now because I know some people out there listening or watching, and maybe even you guys yeah. included. Like, you can't not see it when you see it. You're just gonna like it's gonna bug you. You're like, oh, is that off kilter? I don't think it technically is, but it just looks like it because of the way it's going down that's... on diagonal. But yeah, o- overall, yeah, the that's... Raptors have a decent like. You know, I love the color schemes and, and like their entire uniform set, I think is above average for sure, uh, compared to a lot of teams where you're like, what the hell is that? But the purple, yeah, not not my favorite ones, I'd say. Yeah, our, our jersey lineup overall, definitely, I, I would say top top 10, maybe? Yeah, it's very solid. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I not, There's not a lot of misses on, in the bunch. No. It, it, it's funny enough that you said about the purple, because like, there was a question that we had from a group that uh, we like, were like, yeah, some questions here. And they're like, is it time to drop the purple as a whole? But mm. I, I disagree. No. I think we should be going to purple. I feel like the red was a fun thing. And I get it's kind of a more inclusive thing for like, this is all of Canada's Canada. team yeah. and whatnot. But like, I, uh, those purple days, I really enjoyed it. And it's like, it's interesting. It's new other than the Kings, yep. who aren't really using the purple that well. Uh, I feel like you know that was something about us and our own identity. That the Lakers, come wow. on, Alan, don't eh, forget purple angle, purple angle, purple angle, purple. You know, <laughs> oh, man. it's ours. <laughs> I'm with you. I, I don't want to get rid of the purple for sure. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I think it should stick around because again, I just like the color, and I think you're right. There's not a lot of teams using it all that well, so why not be that team that does it? Exactly. Um, outside of the Raptors, did you have any other favorites league wide? Yeah, I I will say I hated most of them. <laughs> like, uh, there's just like and and, it, and like even the Raptors included. It is a bit of like a, what are we doing here? Like why are what do we need? And like it feels like every team has too many. If I'm being honest, to the point yeah. where like you're diluting like a team's identity or brand. Um, I think. But if you're going to have them and you're going to give them out for making the playoffs, which is also hilarious that this is even a thing. <laughs> like, are we going to have them for the play-in tournament? Like, our team's going to get, like, uh, their own, like, uh, er- semi-earned edition because they got Semi-earned. It. But anyway. Yeah, they're just pennies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Put these on. So, I disliked most of them, but I did, like, I actually didn't mind the Bucks with what they did with, like, the antlers yeah. sort of down the side, like, come, like sort of creeping up onto the front. I thought those looked fine. Um, I was a fan of OKCs, and only because I hate all their other jerseys. <laughs> but I like how these ones sort of look, the color. Like, they went with sort of, like, the navy and then a lighter blue. Um, that and, confused and think, me. That confused yeah, well, me because they were playing the Mavs that night. And I'm like, wait. The Mavs are in white. And I'm well, like, that's the Mavs colors. <laughs> oh, I mean, this, that's happening. I've said this on our show. I was like, it's getting to the point where, like, the white team, which you n- normally think is the home team, is now always the – the road team is wearing white, and the whole—it's like it's very confusing. Yeah. Um, but I didn't mind that OKC one. Again, I hate most of their other ones, so I thought that was going to be their best of the bunch, and it's a low bar, but I didn't mind it. And then the Jazz green, like they leaned into like the really throwback like green, and I thought that yeah. looked pretty good with the note and stuff like that. So those are three that I was like, okay, those are fine. 
I absolutely hate the Miami Heat one just because oh. it's just stealing the Indiana, Indiana Pacers. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like, <laughs> come on. It's just the Indiana Pacers jersey with the Heat logo slapped on it. It's That's exactly it. Like, so many of these I thought were just so, like, it looked like they were made in, like, three minutes. Like, it didn't <laughs> seem like there was, like, I, I mean, I, I hate, I, I'm sure people did put tons of hours and thought into it, but some of them don't appear that way. You're like, no. yeah. it's like, that's like, it? Okay, yeah. It's like he had a deadline, just woke up. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, and damn, I got to do 16 <laughs> earned edition jerseys in the next hour? All right, well, I'll take the Pacers. Uh, take that logo off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, still, got, it's yeah. still got two minutes to spare. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. Back to sleep I go. <laughs> um, just with the wraps, uh, we actually got some news again uh, this, uh, this past week. The 2020 NBA Hall of – well, not NBA, sorry, Basketball Hall of Fame yeah. finalists were announced, and uh, – we got a name that uh, synonymous with the Raptors, Chris Bosh, which mm-hmm. I found was was awesome. Um, obviously, his days with the Heat, but predominantly in my mind will always be a Raptor. So, mm-hmm. uh, congrats to him. And the question, which I found kind of weird that people would ask it, but you know what? It's it's debates. Uh, Chris Bosh, worthy Hall of Famer. Like, do, do you feel that pe- some people may say his career was sh- uh, cut short, but? Just from what he he was able to do with Toronto, uh, what he was able to do, obviously with the Heat, with the, with the winning and the, the rings. Um, what, what's your what's your take on Bosch? Is he first ballot? Is he getting in guaranteed? Um, yeah, he's getting in, and I think he'll get in this one. And I I gotta say too, the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. Do they make this so confusing or what? Because <laughs> this past week, like you just said, Ryan. Bosch is a finalist. He's actually not in it yet, but it comes across like these guys and women are like in, but they're yeah. just like on the final list. And it's just like, they make it so confusing to me. Um, but I do think he ultimately will go in this one. And I think this would be his second go. I think he was on the ballot last year. I, you have last to fact check me on that. But I think he'll get in. Paul Pierce, I think, is a lock. Weber, who's now again on the list, I think is deserving um, we'll see. You're shaking your head, Dexter. You don't believe so. I, 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 I don't know. I, if we take into his whole ca- uh, catalog, college, man. Um, yeah, that's helping his case. No, no, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you add uh, commentating and analyzing, oh. uh, I'm taking him out right okay. away. Uh, yes, yes, he's not making it into the broadcast hall. Sure, uh, but I think, I think like, yeah. I think. Uh, and I've changed my tune a little bit on uh, the Hall of Fame requirements. I think it's not done all that well. Again, like I said, I think it's confusing. Uh, it, the criteria seems to change from year to year. But a, a good friend of mine broke it down like this. Like, maybe we get a little caught up too much in, like, the numbers and, like, did he hit, like, 20,000 points or this, whatever. If you were to take your kid, like, in the future to the Hall of Fame, basically, can you tell the story of basketball without that player? And I don't think you, like Chris Weber is a perfect example where like no to tell like the story of the Fab Five, and even his NBA career, he has to be included. Like he he's a part of that fabric of that story. So that is a cool way for me to look at it or think about it. Like if you were walking with your kid in the Hall of Fame and he's in it, you're not gonna come to him in the, like his plaque and be like, Chris Weber, why is he in the Hall of Fame? You you would just wouldn't do that. You yeah. tell the story about calling the timeout, the Fab Five, how influential that was, and so on. So. I think he's a deserving, and, and also he was an awesome player. I mean, he really was. Yeah. yeah. You know, injuries yeah. curtailed him a little bit. Now, I think he's not in because he wasn't well-liked. I think he rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, reporters, uh, some organizations. I think they've held that against him a little bit, um, possibly when it comes to voting him in. But I think those three guys get in, and Bosch is a lock. He's like, 
He's a short career because of obviously the the heart issues and stuff like that. But he basically averaged 20 and nine, right? Over 13 years, like that's no joke. 11 time All Star. He only made one All NBA team, which always like catches me by surprise. I feel like he just made more of those, but he didn't. Yeah. Um, but two time champ. He's an All Rookie. Like I think he's got what? He's at least got one gold medal. Yeah, he's he's in. He's in and deserving, yeah. uh, in my opinion. And then as for other Raptors, I think Kyle Lowry will get there. Um, I think a couple more years of like this type of like uh, you know numbers and stuff like that, and and possibly success, be it with the Raptors or or with another team in the future, he'll have enough, I think, of a resume to to warrant ultimately getting in there. Though I've compared him to Chauncey Billups before, and it's like, does like a Billups need to go in before maybe a Lowry eventually, possibly, but maybe they both make make their way there. So to answer sort of a lot of questions within one there, Bosh in. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Pierce will be, even though I'm not a big Paul Pierce fan. He he will be, and then I think Weber should. And then you get into like Ben Wallace and Tim Hardaway and all these other guys. Like, I mean, Ben Wallace has a hell of a case to make. De- four, like, if you like four, defense, then he's a lock. But yeah. obviously, he's not giving you much on the other end. So maybe people care about that. Defense is overrated. Ah, uh, yeah. Now you sound like Trey. <laughs> we <Curry>. overrated now. <laughs> <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets over here is that? Outs. <laughs> Love me some Nets. Our best defense is scoring 140 points a game. <laughs> uh, so, uh, that it, being said, with Bosch, who do you think is the first person to get their jersey retired uh, in the ACC? I or th- Scotiabank I, now. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the ACC, please. Come yeah, on. Yeah, okay. um, thank you. <laughs> Skydome, 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 too. Skydome. Let's not forget about Skydome. Let's not Skydome. forget about that weird setup at the Skydome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, shout out to the bleachers in the Skydome. That <laughs> I think it will be... That's a good question. Um, I guess my gut says, Vince, that it will still be him. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Raptors are like, what? Only one of two teams that don't have a jersey retired. I think the Clippers mm. are the other one. So yeah, will it be Vince or will it will it be Bosch before? Ah, I think Vince. I go Vince. I mean Lowry's eventually. DeRozan is going to eventually, but these guys are still playing, so they're not going to be doing that anytime soon. Uh, put me put me down for a Vince beating Bosch, but I think Bosch. Huh? I think he will. <laughs> You're talking yourself out of it. Well, I'm like you know, obviously his success, like his playoff success, comes with the Heat, but mm-hmm. I think uh, he he was people like Chris Bosch, yeah. and. He obviously put up huge numbers and made a lot of all-star teams and stuff like that. He he will be eventually retired. So I think yeah. I think they'll save it for Lowry. Um, wow, really? But, I mean, wait yeah, a while I then, man. The, I, yeah. I saw a great tweet that was like the transition from Bargnani to Lowry. That number seven, like the, the influence <laughs> that it had. It's, it's you know staggering, staggering. That's true. Yeah, Trey Kirby's but, got a uh, Bargnani camouflage jersey that he bought basically whoa. as a joke. Yeah. I, do you do you think that if, if Barnani was like born in the wrong era, oh. like he was like playing right now, he'd be putting out some like hundred percent? I, I <laughs> like I'm not kidding, Alan. I tweeted this like yeah. two years ago. I was like, because I started thinking about it. I thought about Barnani. I was like looking at his numbers. I'm like, oh, he'd be killing it. Like not killing it like in the sense, but he would be like shooting way more threes. He was a decent mm. three point shooter. He wasn't bad, and. Like defense, no one cares about anymore in today's game. So yeah. like, he's like, how is he not Porzingis? Like, you know, a little bit. Oh, that's like, what I was gonna say. Is he yeah. Porzingis? Yeah. I mean, and Porzingis <laughs> is like was an all star, and like you know, people. I know it's fallen off a little bit because of injuries and stuff like that. But he's still a good player. Yeah, I think he'd yeah. be very similar. To like him. a Barnyani on a LeBron led team, we would know exactly where to put him. All the pick and pick and pops, sure. everything. Sit him in a corner, hitting all those threes, getting more than three threes a game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like. It, it All the kids would be eating primo pasta, like for uh, sure. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, maybe uh, 
yeah, Colangelo was, you know, light years ahead of everyone. He was like saw Bargnani, he was like, ah, that's where the basketball's going. That's where the seven footers that can do a little bit of everything. Uh, it's I, it's I can't, that way. Yeah, I can't wait till Rafael Rujo's uh, body type is like the type yeah, of basketball. Yeah, yeah. Like in 10 years from now, we're like, whoa, oh, Rujo, imagine. He'd be killing time. it. Before yeah. their time. Oh, yeah. um, just kind of going back into Raptor memory. Um, what's your fondest memory of Kyle Lowry? Um, well, again, I hate to keep just bringing up my old tweets, but I did go check it out because he played, it was his second regular season game with the Raptors. So what year are we talking about? 2012, right? And I tweeted, Kyle Lowry, it took two, it was another loss. So it came in a Raptors loss, I remember, but it took two regular season games for Kyle Lowry to become one of my all-time favorite Raptors. I just loved him. From the jump. Actually, I loved him when he was on the Rockets, you know, and, and he, of course, played with the Grizzlies there for a little bit. But, like, it was just, like, clear that it was, like, holy crap, this guy's playing harder than everybody else. <laughs> like, he, like, he just is half... And because of, like, his size limitations and stuff like that, and just even to get to the league, of course, like, all these guys are good, don't get me wrong. But, like, there are some guys that are just, like, maybe just more athletic, athletically gifted and maybe don't need to play as hard as some other guys do. And it was apparent from the jump in a Raptors uniform, like, holy crap, this guy is a dog and like you want him on your team uh and he's going to be the annoying guy and you're playing against him you hate him but man if he's if he's on your squad you're gonna love him so i i I know it's not like a specific memory but just i loved what he brought to the raptors right away recently though um i mean game six versus the celtics in the bubble was pretty damn special uh that was that was the one where he hit like that crazy turnaround in like double overtime uh he played like 50 plus minutes 33 you know, he filled the box score. He had like eight boards, six assists, a couple you know, steals here. I think even a block in that game. Like that was pretty. That was pretty cool because there's no Kawhi, right? It's the Raptors, like trying yeah. to scrap, like get back in that series. And, you know, he's like he he just you know, and he'd had of course years prior all these like duds in the playoffs. And I was like, no, this guy's amazing. Um, you know, can he be like the number one guy on a championship team? No, but man, you want him as a second or third guy. You're like you're, you like your chances in any series if that's the case. So I guess like a recent one that, but. Anytime he's taking a charge, maybe is my favorite Lowry moment. <laughs> I'm, I'm a huge Lowry fan. He's the groat. Um, groat. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Maybe Dexter. Maybe you're right. Maybe they'll wait. Like they, I just think they'd be waiting a long time to make him the first jersey retired. But maybe they will. So, and I won't be mad at it if they do. That's for sure. Yeah, I, I think just even watching this All Star uh, weekend or weeknight. Uh, uh, or weekend night it was uh, just the, the the presence of Cal Lowry was missing. No one was taking a charge yeah. in the All Star game. I, I I just you know a deep, making defense a priority. Like it's not sexy, but it is fun to watch. Oh. Just seeing just Cal Lowry just like take a charge in a player going, dude, what's going on? <laughs> it's like no, I'm taking away your opportunity to score. Yeah. That's what it's about. You. Yeah, I, no, I mean, yeah. I think he's super well liked across the league too. Because I remember after that Celtics game, I think Joel Embiid was like tweeting like, this guy's like. He's underrated, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't get, maybe especially down here in the States, because um, he's playing for the Raptors a little bit, but, like, he doesn't get as much love as he deserves. Though that, I feel like that changed after the title a little bit, and people saw him, like, you know, obviously on the big stage. People were like, damn, this guy's good. <laughs> like, he really is. Yeah. Like, he's not, again, he's not going to usually have those box scores where it's 30-plus points, but he is the classic, like, you actually have to watch the games to see what he does, like, how he impacts winning basketball you know you can't just look at the box score and because you might look at it sometimes and go oh lowry had a garbage game you're like no did you watch the game that's like the opposite i mean he they they get waxed if he's out there if he's not out there so um yeah i mean those are always 
cool players. It, it's fun. It, it, was, it was such a cool moment when he won a championship because it was like all the haters, like you got nothing to say now. I mean, you, you really don't. And yes, Kawhi helped them. They don't win it without him, of course. But he also came through in big moments in, in that entire playoff run. So Game six. That yeah, game, game six, six first quarter? Jump, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, he, he, I, was, I've never seen anyone want it as much as Lowry wanted yeah. in that game. Like, yeah. it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. One of my good, fondest memories. Yeah. yeah. One of my fondest memories of Kyle Lowry is he hit a step back against uh, against the Cavs uh, for a game winner. And La- and uh, DeRozan just came up behind him and was like, yeah, like, yeah. oh, man, I love that brotherly love. Like, I miss it, man. Oh, I-, yeah. I want DeRozan back on the Raptors. Oh, okay. <laughs> Even if it means Pascal. Bruh. Soul Stone. Oh, get out of That's here. Okay. What are you talking about? It's They're the Soul Stone. Having... I got to sacrifice Pascal for DeRozan. So, so for the regular <laughs> listeners, um, yeah, this is normal behavior from Dexter. Wow. He just has this vendetta against uh, Pascal amongst other players. He had one good year. He had one good year. One good move. for some reason and he's uh oh, we'll get to dame later uncle westbrook uh fan oh my god uh, unapologetic like he's still in the mvp race which actually you know i don't he got say 42 he's triple double better. yesterday he's, he oh he's playing, playing much better. better i don't think he's yeah, in the but, mvp race but yeah but not there. Nah, it's only the first half of the season um, but but i will say uh with the kyle lowry uh my favorite moment was the east semis against the heat it was the overtime sorry the uh, buzzer beater half court, oh, half court buzzer amazing. beater to send it to overtime, and I was yeah. like, "That game was oh. done. That game was yeah. done." And mm-hmm. I was just like, "This, this, this." People started done. leaving. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I, was, I was delivering Uber Eats at the time at a Pizza Pizza, waiting for it, and then I saw that shot on my phone. I freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you look. "Yeah, man, I'm good. Take your time." <laughs> I'll say. I mean, does, like, does, I'll even go. What was it? I guess it was Game Four, right? The OG, the pass to OG for the the three. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, the man. shot is huge. OG's reaction is amazing, but just, that pass from Lowry, man, is it's yeah. like right on the money. Lobs it over everybody from out of bounds. It's a pretty damn cool moment too. And Does Lowry get a statue? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Who else yeah. do you think in Raptor history should get one? I feel like Kawhi, a squat outside the ACC, like that'd be pretty cool. And then you're just squatting with him. Oh, that that'd be sick. Yeah, I mean, like what the ACC, like they got that big, they got the big hockey one, right? Like yeah, all yeah. Their, their hockey that could go down. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, I yeah, like, look, the, like you're right, a squat one would be so cool. To like take photos with, like reenact yeah, with exactly. all your friends, like around. It's, it's, pretty, yeah. it's just a great like idea for a brand, or obviously whatever. Get the Instagram uh, likes up and stuff. But uh-huh. I don't know. Building a statue for a guy that was there one year. That seems yeah, it seems that's it a seems little like overboard. It was a great year. Oh, it was great. Be, I mean, yeah, it's pretty thirsty. It's pretty. Yeah. Thirsty. <laughs> Let's go, Lowry. And if you're going others, I think you're going Vince or Bosch, and and maybe, maybe DeRozan, probably probably Vince and Bosch. But Vince probably actually more than all those guys, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so just looking at this season, um, obviously we had a rough <laughs> night last night, and yep. uh, with COVID protocols, the team is kind of uh, on a downward uh, spiral here. But uh, what does a successful Raptor season to you look like? Um, we're talking end of the year. Do, are they in the playoffs? Is that successful? Do they make first, second, third round? Mm-hmm. Um, is it just more milestones for for the team? Is it just you know grit and grind? Like what what would make this you know a successful year for you? Yeah, I, I thought about this a little bit. I think that's a good question um, and sort of tough to answer. Yeah, they're on a slide right now. Uh, it was their turn, unfortunately, to get like hit with the health and safety protocols. Basically, every team sort of had it. To some extent, Raptors are getting it bad right now, don't get me wrong, but there are other teams that have been in this boat. 
Um, so they're like 17 and 21 now. They've fallen, I think, to 10th. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, one good week and like you're up into fifth, right? So it's like you don't want to panic too, too much. But what would be a good season? I actually think it is, of course, it's to make the playoffs still. With this bunch, it's a playoff team. Um, and then, you know, a really good season is probably to win a, a first-round series and, and to, you know, keep that streak sort of alive. But I think more importantly, and maybe, like, I don't know, Dexter, you may not be uh, happy to hear this, but it probably is, like, seeing your guys, like, your guys, your future stars, you're hoping, that you've paid all the money to, a Siakam especially, or a Van Vliet, or maybe even an OG, like, do some special things in a playoff series or two, right? Like, especially Siakam. You'd feel much better as a Raptors fan heading into next season if Siakam balled out in a playoff series and, like, got them over the hump in a, in a, a seven-game series against a good team, let's say, in the first round, something like that. That would be a successful season. So I guess I'm answering that in a weird, weird way, like, just seeing the promise of, especially Siakam, but even those other guys like Van Vliet and OG, don't get me wrong, having really good playoff performances that you could then feel pretty good maybe heading into the yeah. to the next season, which might, you know, not have Kyle Lowry in the mix. So that's sort of a weird answer, but I think that's would be, ha- as a Raptors fan, that's sort of what I would be okay with, I guess. Yeah, I want I want a second, like a second round exit, but against the Brooklyn Nets, and we take two games from <laughs> There you them. go. Like I want that like 300, like free men stood here and fought, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. God bleed type moment. Sure. Just something like that. Sure. And I, I said a I, that's second not that round. That's far-fetched, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I, I think second round and uh, MIP for Chris Boucher. Oh, I think that's a successful yeah, season, and that would be good. Okay, there, yeah, there, sure. there definitely is losing with, with not style, but with pride. Yeah. Um, like for example, uh, the Mavs and the Clippers. Uh, that was like Luca's coming out party. The Mavs lost, but mm-hmm. the entire world was like, no, no, no. They could have won that series. They showed heart. They showed grit. Uh, they showed that they were in it. And obviously the Mavs came in with high expectations. So with the Raptors, yeah, I think you're right on there. I, I think if you see Pascal just get rid of those playoff demons mm-hmm. um, and, and you see Fred actually become that the guy that's going to take over Lowry's spot, yeah, I think this is a successful season no matter where they get eliminated. Yeah, I'm saying I want a second round at least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that... Uh, the Sixers and Nets are looking kind of, yeah. They're, well, that's they're... what I was going to say. Like, if the Raptors are going to win a first round, like we all yeah. think we want them to, they better get climbing in the, in the, in the uh, standings because, yeah. let's be honest, if you're, well, first off, if you're 7, 8, 9, 10, you're in the playing tournament. Like, you've you got to get in. There's, yeah. So anything could happen, obviously, in a game or two. Like, something goes wrong, somebody tweaks an ankle, whatever. And then, yeah, if you're sixth, well, that means you are definitely playing either the Nets, either the Sixers, or either the Bucks. okay? I think. I think those will be the top yeah. three teams yeah. in some order. Um, so that's not a – I mean, sure, I think the Raptors could beat – I think they could beat – outside of maybe the Nets right now, but the other two teams, could they beat them? Yeah, but, man, I wouldn't be probably betting on it right now. No way. So, yeah, you got to hope to get a first-round series against, like, the Heat or the Pacers or the Hornets. And, like, even that is no, like nope. – those are not pushovers. So, yeah, they got to – they got some work to do in the second half here. And they can. Like, again, you put together one or two weeks in the Eastern Conference, you jump, like, six spots like that. So, hopefully that's the case with the Raps. I think a trade will help for Pascal Siakam, for sure. Nope. Okay. <laughs> you, want, you want Westbrook back? He could probably do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I can fire up that trade machine that you guys got there. <laughs> yeah, you can make that one uh, happen. I think the Wizards would do that in a heartbeat. I kind of <laughs> like... I like Carl Anthony Towns. I don't know. I've been see, I've been watching him lately, and mm-hmm. I would trade him straight up for Pascal. Wow, 
Would the, I feel like the Wolves would do it. The Wolves would do that. I don't think so. I think they would because they want a new face. Like Carl Anthony Towns, has, I don't know. He's he hasn't been developing as much as they thought, or not winning as much as they thought. And well, he's, he's had like the, the D'Angelo Russell. He's yeah, he's sort of got like if anybody has an excuse to have a bad year. Oh yeah, can't yeah. think of a you know. Then it's not an excuse. I don't mean to call yeah. it like that or take make light of it, but like Jesus, yeah. 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 His head's probably not been in it all that much this year. Mm-hmm. No, I yeah. can't imagine. And also, like, I feel like the the Wolves just even before this season haven't been really kind of fitting in with pieces that no. kind of complement his play style. No. Like they either have a big that clogs up the the middle or some type of player that kind of I don't know. It just doesn't seem to have something that helps Carl Anthony Towns be the best Carl yeah. Anthony Towns. Yeah. You know. You know what team does have that? The Raptors. <laughs> we have that for them. The Wizards. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron Baines. We'll so, package Aaron Baines for you and then throw it to you. So, so yeah, Dex, like, uh, second part of the question is, yeah, what do you think the Raptors need just, you know, to kind of stay at least as a perennial playoff uh, contender uh, for years to come? Uh, let's say Kyle, you know, is out, or uh, is there a move that needs to be made? Okay, my Siakam hate stems back maybe four or five years i called him overrated and yep. still think he is he had Many one good rides. year yeah. uh one good finals highlight which is that <laughs> one good euro finals, step like... uh but uh <laughs> i never trade to the east i don't want to trade in the same division so like i said car anthony towns i see him there uh maybe denver denver would like him we'll take back a michael porter and probably for contract reason maybe Paul Millsap or someone, Gary Harris, something like that. Um, yeah, or maybe Sacramento. So you're just 100% I feel like convinced Siakam can't be yes. either the best or second best player on your team. 100%. Huh? He was supposed to be our, uh, our all-star, and he mm-hmm. hasn't been that at all, right? He, uh, Ever since he was named an all-star starter, he hasn't <laughs> been the same player. Yeah. Every, every group needs a skip Bayless, and uh, <laughs> here's our skip Bayless. <laughs> but Sacramento Kings are a vessel for something. Uh, I see Buddy Heald and Marvin Bagley oh my God. on the Raptors. I love it. I would. I'd take some of that. I don't know if I take all of that. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, the Raptors do need like a big like we. One thing that we truly are missing is that like pick and roll. With, where it keeps the, 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 the player who catches the hedge to be faithful and, like, stay between the two. Mm-hmm. We don't have that anymore. Like, it, like people are not even splitting the difference anymore. They're just like, no, I'm just going to guard uh, Fred right up. Yeah. And, like, you could try to toss that alley, but he might not catch it. Like, so I think when we had, like, especially with um, Surge, like, it, it, we, we, yeah, this season just kind of losing Surge and, and Mark, Mark at the same time was a huge kind of blow and like, we were, you know, scrambling around at the last minute trying to get a big to kind of fill those, like, both those huge uh, shoes. Uh, so going forward, if we can just get some type of interior big that just kind of has hands and also, you know, very vertical. And then we can toss lobs through and, you know, keep defenses off. Uh, um, uh, what's, the, what's the word? Uh, honest mm-hmm. um, going forward. And I don't I don't know if like I know a lot of rappers uh, Twitterverse is like really excited about getting uh, Lamarcus Aldridge. But I'm like, I don't know if a 35 year old Lamarcus Aldridge is like. <laughs> The thing we need right now, yeah. I think we should have probably drafted. I was going to say, we're taking been... it back to Bargnani here. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we do not, not need LaMarcus Aldridge. Yeah. I mean, he's a fine player, but he's 35 years old. It's a, yeah. He does not, if you've watched Spurs games too, I mean, there's, Pop is be, was benching him for Pirtle, man. Like, Pirtle's better yeah, uh, yeah. at this point in their careers. He is. He, he helps their team uh, win games more. Pop knows that. If Pop knows that, then geez, yeah. I mean, Come on, let's trust the guy that's uh, won a lot of games in this league. LaMarcus yeah. does not have it. LaMarcus has to be going to a team where he is, like, breaking case of emergency 
maybe wins me a quarter in a playoff game because he catches fire from the block and that little crazy turnaround that you can't block because he shoots it so high. But oh. he, he's not, you're not, yeah, you're not hitching your ride to Delarcus Aldridge, you know, no. to go through deep into the playoff run. It's just not happening at this point. Is uh, Vooch an option? Is Vooch an option for the Raptors? Is that I something we need? What are we packing with that? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not, like, he's I'm good and he gets his numbers and good on him and he does, he's, he's uh, reliable. I mean, he plays, he doesn't miss a lot of games, it feels like. Uh, guy's a bit of an Iron Man that way, but. I sure don't feel like if you've seen him in playoff series before, you want to talk about a guy who's missing. I mean, you can you can game plan. You can take, you know, when you put a little effort in and you have to see that team like over, you know, multiple times over a week, I think you can start to take away a guy like that, uh, you know, get him uncomfortable and he sort of disappears. So, yeah, I'm not interested. <laughs> um, Second like, in skills competition. It's true. It's true. Can't take that away. If, if it comes, if the tie game and an overtime goes down to a skills competition, then 100% yeah. we get it. Fair. Um, I'm hoping that rift between uh, Trey Young and Collins kind of continues, so that may maybe we can pull Collins from Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's a little more in- intriguing, especially yeah. his age, like sort of uh, where he falls on a timeline with some of our other guys. Yeah, uh, yeah he makes he sense. Plays up down. Yeah, I, I keep. I don't think. I don't think he'll make his way to the Raptors. I keep waiting for Aaron Gordon to be traded too out of Orlando. I like. I don't know what the hell's taking so long. Like, I'd like <laughs> to see him just get a fresh start with another team. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure the Magic, if they got something back uh, in return for their future, they would do it. But I, I not don't with think, the Lowry. I don't think yeah. Not with Lowry on the team. No. Lowry and no. uh, <laughs> that Aaron Gordon hate. That's true. Is is rooted. Yeah. <laughs> That would be an interesting uh, post game where they're just both up there, just not talking to each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you tell Aaron that he needs to pass the Gatorade? Uh, so join the conversation at Below the Hardwood on Instagram, uh, at BTH on NBA on Twitter, and uh, let us know, you know, Raptor future. Like, who do we need? Who, who do you like to see in a Raptors jersey? Uh, you can obviously uh, hit us up and uh, join us in the comment section. Uh, we will be right back for the second half. Who y'all talking to, man? Oh, check it out. Check it out. There we go. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Just so you know. Good start. Click to reveal. I don't care if it's the good one. Denver Nuggets! Oh! (laughs) Oh, fuck you! Oh, Oh, what a pass, too. That's a very solid play, I think, Lisa. Welcome back. (laughs) Second half below the hardwood and of course we are joined by our guest from the no dunks podcast from the athletic je skeets and what you just heard was a reveal of a top shot pack and i'm sorry uh je um i am very ignorant to top shot i'm, I'm picking it up as i go and i'm, I'm warming up to it but yeah, yeah. Can you can you just like or like obviously? Well, I don't know if it was a if it was you or Trey that was uh, the 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 collector. That was of Trey's that Composo there that we were getting. <laughs> <laughs> but but before we jump in, I just have to say there is a friend of the podcast. He runs another podcast called the uh, um, the Confederacy of Dunks called Freddie Rivas. He's a, he's a comedian uh, here in Toronto. You and Freddie have the same energy, same vibe, and it's funny <laughs> enough that you were like excited about the the go the Composo because even his name. On fantasy, he's whooping my ass right now. Is a GoPro Composo. So oh I just wow! Need to make a quick little shout out. <laughs> wow! Let uh, Composite. you know, make that connection because as soon as I did this podcast like years ago for the first time, I was like, 
This is Jay Skeets. This is just Jay Skeets. Don't ever put yeah. us on the same podcast, though. <laughs> Explode somehow or something like that. Just uh, both asking interesting questions back and forth yeah, to each other. It'd be great. Maybe. Uh, yeah, that was... Uh, so, Lily, the the Aussie on our show, he loves Composo. So, that's why we were really excited that Trey had pulled that in Top Show. We were going... Uh, <laughs> We went, we went overboard a little bit, uh, <laughs> but it was a nice, it's a nice moment. It's a good play. Uh, so, and he's got a, just a fun name to say. So. Are, are you a collector yourself? Yeah, yeah. So Trey and I, um, I guess. I mean, we, it's weird in Top Shot. Like when you talk about time in Top Shot, like a week feels like a year ago. Um, but Trey and I were, we got into it like, I want to say at this point maybe like six weeks ago, so, something like that. My first moment. And I didn't know what it was. Like, I was just like, you're right. I was like, what is this? In fact, I think a week prior to that on Twitter, I was probably making fun of the concept. You know, like... <laughs> That's where is, we're at right this now. This is stupid. Why would anyone want this? Why wouldn't I just go watch the highlight on YouTube? You know, all that, what you hear about. Yeah. Uh, but then I started thinking about it. And then I realized the NBA was involved in this. And I was like, hold on, hold on. The NBA is officially licensing this. And they know something here maybe that I should explore. So sort of with like, uh, because of Trey was doing it, I was like, okay, let me look at this. And then there's a Lowry moment. I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy this. I almost bought it for a joke. I was like, I'm going to buy this for content so I can talk about it on our podcast. That's how I was looking at it. Almost like a write-off. Uh, and then like very quickly, once I started like opening packs and stuff like that, it's like, you know, it takes you back to being a kid if you collected basketball cards or hockey cards or football cards, whatever. You know, it, it's, it takes you back to that. And it's a lot of fun of what you uh, get in your pack. So yeah, I quickly became hooked and... I'm a Top Shot hot boy now. Trey and I do our own videos like that one you just shot, uh, saw there or listened to. And uh, yeah, I'm all in. I'm all in, man. It can like, it can take over your life though. It's it, you gotta be, you gotta be careful with this. You just go down a rabbit hole when you start looking at all these things and like thinking about who you want to buy and stuff like that. But it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah, so as we said, we're like kind of the uninitiated towards yep. all this, but I'm more of a Pokemon cards, you know, that's my, my kind of, you know, crazy bone kind of era. So like, what is the Charizard crazy. of NBA Top Shots? <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm not a Pokemon guy, but I think I know that it's got to be like, a, I assume a very rare elite yeah. card, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> on Top Shot, anything LeBron, anything mm. Luka, and anything LaMelo Ball oh, uh, is sort of like... Worth some money. Like, it, it's, uh, you know, you, you, you either buy one of them or, you know, more likely get them in one of your packs that you're open. Then you're, you're uh, you know, sitting on suddenly some money if you wanted to sell it. Or you can just sit on it um, and, like, see it ride this out. Because, like, this is so early. Like, who knows what happens with this? But the, the hope is, I think, from the NBA and obviously Top Shot themselves and Dapper Labs, which is a Canadian company that uh, came up with this, is, like, this will be around for, like, 20 years. And it'll be, like, really cool to have, like, Series 1 moments. Um which is sort of like what I try and like, I'm trying to like keep my eye on guys. John Collins is a guy I'm keeping my eye on right now and like watching the price and like, ah, oh, a little too high right now, but if that drops a little bit, maybe I'll try and grab him with the hope that he'll get traded and then be making an all-star team. You know what I mean? Like I like to do, I like to look at it like this. Like it's sort of like the stock market or it can be. And I know a ton about the NBA. So why not try and use a little bit of that knowledge to maybe sort of see where a player, I think that could like obviously suddenly explode and become an all-star or, uh, you know, like that type of thing. Can I put that into play and see if I can sort of like uh, either, I'm not really trying to make money off it, but I love the idea of just trying to find like the gems and stuff like that. So it's just, it's fun for me like that. And uh, you said like the, the first kind of edition of it, like how far back are they going with these like highlights? Are okay, going back, like, so two seasons? this has only been around, this is the second season. So they call it series two, but it's like season two for them. And then so last year, the, the season 
which we were, was interrupted, of course, with the pandemic that was split into two. Like we started normal and then we're finished it in the bubble. That's series one. But what they have done too, and they're going to do, I assume, more of, is they can release like sort of like um, like retro packs. Like they call it run it back. So they released a couple moments from like the 2013-14 season. So there's like a, you know, there's a Lowry, I think, in that one. And they just picked a bunch of players. Like it's, it's like you can collect the set. There's so many ways you can like do Top Shot. It's like you can be a collector. You can be a trader, you know, like where you're trying to flip moments, make a buck here or there. You can do that. Um, and I'm forgetting one, but like you can, you can tackle it many different ways. It's whatever you feel comfortable with. But like anything, you should only put money into it if like, you have that extra money. Like you shouldn't be looking at this as like, oh, so I'm going to be, you know, rolling in money. Like you have to, I look at it like this. If this thing just disappeared tomorrow, would I be fine with the money that I, you know, yeah. did put into it? And if the answer is yes, then you're going to feel okay. If the answer is no, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. So that's how I look at it. I was going to ask, what, what, what's the end game for you for this? Like, is it to keep selling? Is it to have a big collection? Is it to have the best like moment or? Um, great question. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I know, I think I'm looking at it like sort of a long-term play. Like I right now, I'm just trying to, like I said, sort of get series ones because I think they'll just be worth more as this goes on. Like that's my reasoning. And then I'm just trying to find players that I like. I think that's another part. Like I like Jamal Murray, you know, Kitchener's finest. So let's go get him. Wow. You know, I like De'Aaron Fox. Uh, so I have one of him. I don't have a booker yet, but I'd eventually like try and find one and get one of his. So like... <laughs> these young-ish players that are obviously talented and maybe will go on to have like super Hall of Fame careers, maybe not. Um, that's sort of where what I'm doing. I guess with the hope, Dexter, that like this moment that I paid, let's say, $100 for is, you know, worth $1,000 in two years or something like that, or, or five years, 10 years, I don't know. Uh, but maybe I'm wrong and maybe we're all wrong, whoever's in this, we'll, we'll find out. But it, it's fun. I just like trying to find, like, I want to get an SGA, right? I want a Shea. I'm a fan of his. So I'm looking at it more as a, just like a collector because I like those guys um, with then maybe the hope that it, you know, pays off down the line or something like that. But, but I'm not saying we, I say we all pool our money and start an all Canadian uh, top shot. Brilliant. Brilliant. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, There's like the number one, the number one top shot account. I just listened to a podcast. They're called like, everybody thought it was maybe a guy like is the account name was like whale vault. I just found out that it's like basically a collective of people mm. and it's like 7,000 members. And it's so oh, it's God. like they have like they have the biggest account on Top Shot. It's like we're talking like over $20 million worth of like like money oh, now at these moments, God. which is insane. But it's a big collective where they make like decisions on who to go after and stuff like that. It's crazy, man. Isn't that uh, like kind of like playing the market like some type of like, <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, like uh, what's it called? Like in stocks or something like that, or is that like kind of like a hedge fund kind of thing? I think it's, it's like more a- like that, yeah. And then yeah. that's the thing. There's like this is so new that people are like, should this be legal? Like, is that okay? <laughs> um, so they're trying to figure all this out uh, again. I, if people look into it, I would encourage you. If you're a basketball fan, I think you will get hooked on the basketball part because it is fun to see the moments and the plays. Like I geek out on some of the big dunks and stuff like that. It's like, oh, that's cool. That's cooler than a trading card to me. Like where it's a photo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just don't go. Don't go overboard. <laughs> uh, try and get yourself a pack, and opening the pack is a blast, as you can see. Yeah. Like, what you find out what you get. Yeah, in that video, there was was there actually like music playing, or was that? Oh yeah, they play some bangers music, oh. man. That's <laughs> it's really well done, I think. Like the art, I think, is really cool, and I think the music's really cool. The whole like experience, 
at least in terms of opening packs, is pretty neat. And you can see why it sort of does hook people. It's a, it's a fun experience. Uh, and a lot of people do them online like we do. Like we turn it into content a little bit and have people join us live on YouTube as we open our packs and stuff and talk about the moments. Um, but yeah, you know, there are, there are things they're still ironing out, let's say, over at Top Shot too. You yeah, know, people yeah. getting their money back in a timely matter if people want to cash out and stuff like that. They're like trying to get those people like, you know, registered. There was a problem with bots and stuff like that. And maybe there still is. So they're trying to eliminate that. You know, once you have something where money can be made, well, here come the vultures, right? Yeah, and try and exploit yeah. it. That it happens with everything. So, you know, they're trying their best. Like, look, look, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, don't, I, I hope this go, goes well because I'm, I'm into it and I, I'd like to see it, uh, you know, its potential be reached. But at the end of the day, if it disappears, I'm not going to cry. <laughs> but I don't think it will because the NBA is behind it and there's money to be made. They make money off every transaction. So, ah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, they make a percentage. Yeah. So they're Adam like, Silver is definitely at the top. He's that will. That <laughs> yeah, that's right. that's right. Silver's <laughs> it's just Adam Silver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not, not to age myself, but do you guys remember like the McDonald's hockey cards they used to have and the Happy Meals? And like, oh, and old, they move. Yeah, oh, they move. I feel like that was like the, the 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 prototype to, yeah. to all of this. Those moments. Oh, I, like I that mean, was. I remember there was a. I think it was an Upper Decker, Upper Deck. Excuse me, uh, Deion Sanders that mm. flipped back and forth between him like running the base pass in baseball and then playing football. Do you remember that card? Oh, that was, that's that was innovative. That's, that was good right there. <laughs> that's that was sick. That was sick. <laughs> Are we going to see a Michael Jordan one? <laughs> on well, no, you won't unless so uh, that, that question gets asked a lot. When are we going to stay? When will Kobe moments be available and stuff like that? But those two guys specifically, they're not in the players association. Uh, they have they own their own you know of course name and brands and stuff like that so they would have to get they'd have to work something with Dapper Labs and Top Shots but and which is you know possible once maybe those uh, estates or whatever you want to call them like Jordan and, and, and Bryant like they see the money the potential maybe they will but you won't be seeing it right now because it's they're not in the NBA Players Association like the Retired Players Association is what I've been told same here. That's why you won't see mine. You won't see yours now. <laughs> so, maybe. Uh, We're in talking. Um, what's your best find so far? I got in early enough that I was like, ooh. Okay, I saw this starting to explode. So I was like, like I said, I like sort of, I jumped on like a Fox and a Beal and a Zach Levine. Um, those three. Oh, a Damian Lillard. Sorry, Dex. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> da- Damian, Damian Lillard was probably my best one. Like I jumped in early enough where it cost me like a few hundred bucks and like now Lois asks is like 2,500, 2,600. So it's like mm. that one, because he's like an MVP guy, he's obviously a fan favorite and you know, if he keeps going at this rate, he's going to be a hall of famer and stuff like that. So probably Lillard, but that, that I got a Donovan Mitchell too, pretty good too um, early on. And that's exploded too because of the jazz success. And, and obviously he's a really talented player. So probably those two. Nice. 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 I did pull, I, I pulled a LeBron James though. In a pack, oh. where he does the, uh, it's a great assist? moment too, where he shoots the three, it turns around, and looks at the Rockets bench. Whoa! Oh, yeah, it's a a just a moment. cool moment. Nice. So, yeah. That's a that's fun. I will I'll probably like keep that. Like, there's no way I'll trade or, or sorry, sell a, a LeBron moment. Like, I'm just like, if this actually, you know, continues on its trajectory, like you're always gonna want to have a LeBron. Like, it's never gonna lose value, of no. course. Yeah. No. So. No. Right. Unless Space Jam 2 flops. Then. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Possible. Will we get the Looney Tunes special top shot? <laughs> well, 
I mean, you joke about that, but this is where this is going. Like, mm-hmm. UFC apparently is going to be next. NFL oh. is going to be there. MLB is going to be there. And then they're like, why can't you do this with, like, uh, you know, Marvel? Why can't Ooh. you do You can literally do this with Dang. anything when you think about sure. it. Anything w- that w- can w- be a, collect- a collectible to people, yeah. they're going to do this. Because people yeah. like the ownership idea of owning a moment. And once you get past, like, the idea of owning something digitally and you don't hold it, but you still own it because of a blockchain and all that and it can't be replicated. Once you get over that, which does take some time, it's like, yeah, they, the possibilities are endless. And I was throwing out things like, I think where we're going to go with this stuff is like, oh, I own a Damian Lillard top shot. If I go see Damian Lillard in person when we can do that again in a game, at a game and it knows I'm there, like maybe that unlocks something for that person. You know what I mean? Like, Maybe it unlocks like a signature from Damian Lillard on your moment, mm. uh, or like you can just like you can see where this the possibilities are endless. To me, I think of like cool things you can do with this to help like the viewer the uh, the fan experience. I should say, I think. Uh, so I mean, yeah. it could be pretty. You're neat. talking me into this. I mean, it's I'm pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually ready to buy it. <laughs> but take out a mortgage, <laughs> line of credit. I'm not <laughs> just yeah. invest. Uh, the last uh, last episode, we we were kind of trashing it. We were like, yeah. "We're not doing this. This isn't happening." Just, I felt old. It just made me feel old. Oh. I was like, "I don't understand this. I I don't know what's going on." But then, like, yeah, the way you're kind of spinning this as far as just like as from the fan aspect, and yeah, using like your own basketball knowledge to kind of like not cheat the system, but like um, to understand to, markets because yeah. like I don't understand regular markets. I don't know same uh, how I think these these things go. So like, yeah, with all these points, you're like, okay, I'm like, I'm listening. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> I was like. Uh, that part is fun to me. Like before the All Stars were announced, it was fun to figure out like, oh, should I like go get like a a Chris Middleton? Is he going to make the All Star team? Would his value go up if he does? Maybe never. it doesn't even move at all. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, well, who the hell wants a Chris Middleton? You know, like, <laughs> you, you do a lot of this. Like, I like trying to put myself in other people's shoes uh, of coming that because now there's a bunch of new users that have gotten into it. Like, what will they want? What will they like? What players do they like? You know, that that type of thing. Uh, yeah. is, is fun for me, but yeah, just don't go mortgaging your house. By any means. Yeah. <laughs> I, I already got too late. Names in my head. Too oh, late. Geez, you guys are <laughs> I got some names in my head now. Oh man. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's I might all Mavericks. It's all Mavericks. No, 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 no. It's Quigley. <laughs> Quigley. Quigley is hot right now. Why would you say it out loud? Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, you just, sorry. <laughs> Ryan, um, what's your pin? <laughs> I, I, I know we kind of like talked about, uh, trades already, but, um, obviously, the trade machine. You guys do a lot of trades uh, over at No Ducks. Yeah, Lee does a bunch of <laughs> shitty trades. <yeah. laughs> um, and and um, I, I know we kind of already did some trades, so we, we don't have to spend too much time on this, but is there any ideal like situations that you want to see happen or even just the free agency slash buyout market that's kind of big right now? Um, yeah. Any names? I mean, yeah, with at? like, I guess we're waiting to see can the Spurs get anything for Aldridge? And if they can, I assume they'll come to an agreement on a buyout, I would think. Um, Drummond we're waiting on still, right? Um, So yeah, there are some big names. Of course, Blake signed with the Nets uh, as a buyout. That's huge. Um, You know, I think he'll help them a little bit. I don't think he changes them all that much, but it's you get to a point like, well, what's it going to cost us to add Blake Griffin to the team? Nothing? Oh, okay, add him to the team. You know, like it becomes a bit of a no-brainer if you're the Nets. Um... I would like to see old... I think the Rockets, I mean, they are bad, and that's fine. Now they're, like, giving starts to Kevin Porter Jr., who, yeah. I mean, I think it's going to put up some insane numbers over the second <laughs> half, yeah. Um, yeah. He can play. Kid can play. Uh, yeah. 
But Oladipo, I would like to see... You know, I'd like to just see him on a team like in the playoffs. I'd like to see Oladipo sort of back in the playoffs. I think he uh, he's an interesting player still, and he's you know by no means washed. I mean, he's had these injury concerns, but that's that's okay. People bounce back. So I, it's like, where does he go though? And will they just or will they wait until the off season and obviously maybe do a sign and trade something like that? I don't think he's staying in Houston, is what I'm getting at here. So yeah. Yeah. it's like ultimately, do they trade him now or do they just wait until the off season? And I've said Houston's toxic from the beginning. Yeah, from the Astros to. Texans, like all across all sports, Houston is just in a bad way right They're now. They're in a bad. They're in a bad spot. Right <laughs> now. They haven't been good since, uh, yeah, since Akeem Olajuwon. Um, <laughs> They've had some success, but yeah, like I mean, do the Knicks like the I, the Knicks are always interesting. Like, do they like? Oh, we're decent now. Oh, we could get like a star player in Oladipo. They could probably put together something to get him. Like, I think you could make that happen. It's like, you know, it'd be a there's a pick for sure, but would you trade a first round pick for Oladipo? That's potentially if, a rental, too. It, well, that's it. I mean, is there any agreement, arrangement? Like, okay, you're going to be signing here for sort of X amount of money. And then, yeah, yeah, you're right. If you're just signing them, if you're the Knicks right now, to, like, just, like, bolster your playoff chances, like, to get in and then, you know, maybe put up a fight in the first round or maybe advance. Probably not. But, yeah, that's a little worrisome. But it wouldn't take much. It would take, like, Alec Burks yeah. and a pick, probably. Yeah. And yeah. they have them. And I don't think that's that bad, actually, if I'm being honest, like uh, uh, adding Oladipo to the Knicks no, like for some it. of the young guys. So uh, I guess that's my answer. I think I just think this outside of Christian Wood, Kevin Porter Jr., who they're going to like give him obviously a chance here. You know, you're probably not trading John Wall again. So no. they're, they're trading everybody else. <laughs> that's what yeah. I'm getting at, though. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Silas had a rough go. That's oh. like his first opportunity. Get the keys to a car, and the car is just a lemon. It's a and lemon. The, the seats doesn't want to be in the car, and like you're just out of gas. And it's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> should, just, okay. should have just taken the bus, you know? Yeah, it's like <laughs> that guy's 20 years, an assistant coach, and finally is uh, yeah, awarded the uh, title of a head coach. and. Wow, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. your star Worst player start. wants out, and there's a big trade, and like everybody wants out. Not good. Not good. Yeah. Well, um, just to uh, move on here, it's time <clears throat> for cap or no cap. Who's cap? Who capping? I'm gonna ask. <laughs> I'm gonna read a statement to you guys, and I just need you to tell me: Is this cap? No cap. If you're not used to cap or no cap, it's basically, do you agree with what this person is saying or do you just absolutely want them to just put a cap on it? Uh, so to begin, Ben Simmons is the most overrated player in the league. I believe this came from a an announcer. Was it the Utah Jazz announcer? I think it was. I think it was, yeah. but yeah, Ben Simmons. Or was it the Wizards? He, he, or the, the Wizards. 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 Yeah. Uh, ben Simmons is the most overrated player in the league, cap or no cap, Skeets. So I do not agree with that. Um, so if I have this correct, my terminology, cap. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're the first guest that's cap, gotten cap, it. Cap. Sweet. Thank you. I'm so hip. Uh, no, that's ridiculous. With your top this shot. Is, this, is, uh, in, this was insane. It's actually, I watched the clip. It's like... The guy goes in on it. He yeah. he believes his take. I'll give him that. Like he's like he doesn't really back down. He's not faltering. He even starts off by saying, "I'm gonna catch some heat for this, some flack for this," but he thinks it. It's it's not wrong. It's not right. Sorry. It's, uh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Who is the most overrated? Wow. Well, we know your answer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a couple. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. man. 
Who is the most overrated? Uh, that's tough. That's tough. I I don't I don't think someone's like I just think they're rated higher than they are. I'm not a huge buyer on Donovan Mitchell. Okay. I've been saying Devin Booker is better than Donovan, okay. Donovan Mitchell for a very long time. That's kind of. And he's great. He's a great player, but I just. I think he's a second option, and I think the way that the, the, the Jazz are playing right now, it works well with the Nets system because it's sure. like a, a committee kind of thing. But I think if you take that guy, put him on a team by himself, I don't think you're going to get the same type of like um, productivity from him. Right? Yeah, so that's, right. that's my kind of <laughs> train of thought on that. It's not a bad one. Um, I mean, you know who it is. Uh, <laughs> we got to overrate him. Yeah. Make a finals, win MVP, and then I'll rate you. <laughs> um, sorry, Alan, you said cap, no cap? Oh, this is, yeah, it's cap. It's cap. It's, ben Simmons is a great player, great defensive player. He just can't shoot threes right now. And I think uh, it's kind of silly to kind of take away what he does because he's, he, you know, he's a great player. And I think on a different scenario, I think we keep looking at him uh, kind of uh, – in this area of like just the 76ers if you put that guy on a different team spread him around with like three like four different shooters you know uh, he, he could do great things with that because like he got quick first step he bodies he plays great defense like he's got great like you can't like teach that kind of way of the way he sees the game so yeah cap one time dex that's cap is dame lillard cap. get mvp or make the finals yeah, yeah. We, we've sorry had bro enough. we've had enough <laughs> um Cap or no cap? If Steph and LeBron played on the same team, they'd win like six championships. Cap or no cap? Um, wow. Like, well, can I have a follow-up question? Like, we're yeah. saying at the sort of start of their careers, or like right now? Like, we put them. You know what? Game. I'd say right now. Oh, I'd still say then, it right now. <laughs> if they <six>. both played. <laughs> Six. That's uh, that's cap. That's cap. They're not. They're not winning six. I mean. We could say put it at two. We could say prime. We could say yeah, prime. We'll say prime. We'll say prime. Prime. Okay. Okay. Jeez, that's. I don't even think it even matters who's who else is on the team. I know it really. That's cap. Kevin Durant will join the best team with the best (laughs) uh, record. And I think Kevin Durant has their number. (laughs) He might join them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) After they beat him in in a playoff series. Yeah, I, I think I think no cap. I think if no you, cap. If, you, if like if Steph Curry got drafted, or no, let's say this: if LeBron was on a team that didn't have Dan Gilbert uh, ruining his career and played <laughs> on instead with Steph Curry, they would for sure win six championships together. It wouldn't be a back and forth where we saw the dominance between the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers. It would have just been the Cleveland Warriors or the Golden State <laughs> Cavaliers, yes. and they would be getting six championships together. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, when you when you go prime, I can like squint and see it, and it's actually somewhat believable. <laughs> uh, six is a lot though here still, but yeah, I mean, LeBron's never injured, so you know he's gonna be always playing. You know, Steph, okay, uh, with ankle injuries early in his career, who knows? But yeah, sure, okay, no cap if yeah. they're in their prime. I, I'm not, I'm not against that. Like, we enjoy it in both of their eyes yeah. in that All Star. Yeah, game. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say we saw them for like what. 40, 48 minutes, and it was like it was like the great. They had the greatest time <laughs> together. So um, that bromance, yeah, right. Thirteen minutes. If we're <laughs> the media narrative usually puts pits them against each other, but I think they were just happy to to, to, to do that together. So oh yeah. yeah. But uh, moving on, uh, Brooklyn Net will win MVP. Cap or no cap? Mm, that's an awesome question. Um, I'm going cap. Okay. I don't think they will, but I think. You know, we always joke who's in the MVP conversation, who's sitting at the MVP table. Um, I think Durant is not there just because he's missed so many games now. Like, if we were to, like, say it, like, season's over right now, 
I don't think he's winning it just because he's missed way too many games. But Harden and Kyrie are there. They're in the conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just ultimately think they sort of like not cancel each other out a little bit, but they're, you know that happens. We've seen it with Durant and Curry, right, before. Um, and I just think Joel Embiid and Jokic have better cases to be made. And, and people are still going to go you know, stand for LeBron, which I, I think is a little overboard at this point now. But, yeah, uh, I, think, I think that was fair through the first four weeks, but yeah. eh, not since AD's gone down. You're not yeah. like, the, you haven't been, ex- sure. you know, look, he's super old. He's going he's gonna, to like, he knows his body better than anybody else. He's going to sort of like ramp it down a little bit, then ramp it back up and all that. Um, and I think LeBron even said, like, he had a quote, like, I'm locked in now for the second half. So, like, maybe LeBron goes bonkers here in the next couple weeks. But, anyway, to answer the question, I think Embiid or Jokic are still the leader, so I don't think a net will win MVP. All right, all right. Alan? I still have faith in Westbrook. There's still a second <laughs> half. Fingers crossed. But I'm going to say no cap. Uh, no I think cap. Embiid being out for a few weeks True. Um, is going to knock some of that MVP talk. And uh, Harden, just, he's incredible, man. Just triple doubles when he wants and everything he's doing on the floor. He had a triple double game with no turnovers. Like, that's insane. You think Harden, I mean, if a net were to get the MVP vote, like today, let's say, you think Harden has a better case than even Kyrie? Kyrie's number I would say Harden. Kyrie, Kyrie missed some games. He did. He did. Also, media. I don't know. Yeah, they I don't, don't think we're yeah, giving so Harden a vote for MVP. The media. Oh, like, just a, yeah. Something. I think people hate Kyrie a little, right? Oh, yeah. don't people I mean, like yeah, sure. Kyrie they just, that cancels each other. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Harden put yeah. him on his team. Harden did a Vince Carter. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, that, yeah, that's true too. Wow, yeah, that that's like Vince Carter times ten. We 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 hated yeah. Vince for what he did, but wow, I did. Harden I was did okay with it. I was like on another level. <laughs> you want to leave this? This stinks. This is a stinky place. If you want to go, by all means, I'll pack your bags for you. I'll say goodbye. Like, how do you want it? Like, how do you want to leave? Um, yeah, I, I I gotta say, cap on this one. I think it's okay. needs to kind of lose right now. I I'm, even though I'm still like a LeBron, like I'm one day like day one LeBron kind of thing. Uh, this kind of slow, this lull with uh, AD missing, kind of kind of changes the kind of the narrative uh, aspect of everything. But uh, yeah, if he locks in, it's LeBron. Uh, I think with uh, Joel Embiid, he's kind of like kind of losing these two three weeks. Mm-hmm. So if Jokic and the, the 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 Nuggets actually can like step up and be the team that we all kind of thought they were, the same team we saw in the bubble these next couple of weeks, I think it could be Jokic because yeah. he's putting out like a crazy numbers. Him and Embiid are balling out this season. Oh yeah, Straight and they, if you watch Nuggets games, everything goes through that guy. Like yeah, it, I mean, it is, Le- it's LeBron like in a way. Like they just run everything through Jokic. He touches yeah. it every time, and it's the right thing to do because he's so talented. He can be unstoppable at times. I, I think the Nuggets are primed to go on a wicked second half run here too. So I think they are gonna like go up in the in the West standings, and I think that'll help his case, especially like you said with like, being missed a couple of years. I I, I wanted so badly. Like I've been talking about the free Beal movement, and I'm like Bradley Beal and Nuggets oh, somehow. Oof, oh. that would have been just a fun thing because like Jamal Murray is like kind of up and down as far as mm-hmm. like, how his kind of play style is kind of inconsistent. But like I still want him there. So if you can like package something with like MPJ and like try like, to figure Gary it out. Gary Harris and yeah. yeah. Um, I will go cap on that. Okay. My MVP has changed so many times. But, um, <laughs> well, as a known Mavericks fan, I w- actually, hey, Luca's still a possibility with the way oh, the Mavs yeah. are playing. I'm just saying. Um, the way the Mavs are playing right now, he, he he's going back up that list. Uh, but, yeah, no cap. I still got LeBron taking it. Um, Atlanta Hawks, are they making the playoffs? Or, no, sorry, the Atlanta Hawks will make the playoffs, cap or no cap. Yeah, no cap. I mean, are we okay? No well, cap. Here's the thing Fire. we always debate on the show: 
Is making the play-in tournament making the playoffs to you guys? Is that going to count for making the playoffs? I'll say yes. I think it will, too. I'll go with yes. Yeah. 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 I don't know if I like it, but I think like a year from now, if let's say the Hawks were in the you know 7-10 game, and even if they lost, I think we would say they made the playoffs, if that makes sense. Mm. Again, not sure I agree with it, but I think we'll just do that to, for the sake of simplicity uh, and keep, keeping track of all this. So if that is the case, we're counting it, then no cap. I think the Hawks will be in that. I think they'll be in the play-in tournament. They'll be one of those teams. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Would you get a bonus for making the play-in tournament? Great like, question. Like, yeah. I would so like, think so because you're playing extra games, right? I mean, yeah. you're playing well, then, yeah, more. Yeah, that's, that's, that's making the playoffs. But I don't know for sure. I, I honestly yeah. truly don't know. Well, we'll someone... see if they get a earned jersey next year. And <laughs> <laughs> well, no, here's the crazy thing. I think it was last year. Yeah, it was last year in the bubble when they when they implemented this, right? Where we had the Grizzlies and the Blazers. Uh, Blazers. Yeah. Great series. I love that. They, those stats, where did those stats go? Because, ah. I asked that because from those games. Because they're not part of the regular season, and they're not part of the playoffs. They they're like, be. sort of like, they're like just in, in the ether. They're just like, God, it's so weird. <laughs> That's crazy. That needs to count. I know. Oh, man. It's yeah. strange, right? So I wonder what they're going to do moving forward if this thing is uh, obviously sticking around, which I think it nah. will be. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's just like its own category, like yeah, maybe. tournament yeah. stats. I, I, yeah, I, I, at least it's counted some, uh, for something. Hey, yeah. That means John Morant has way more points than Michael Jordan in play <laughs> In play-in <laughs> tournament. He's, He's the GOAT. He's the GOAT. Can't say it. Play-in tournament GOAT. Uh, yep. Dex, did you... you, you uh, uh, I'm going to say no cap. They're on a four-game no winning cap. streak as of today, I believe. And uh, Nate McMillan, man, he's, he he got fired way too soon. I don't know what happened, but uh, I believe he's taking over as head coach, right? Lloyd Pierce, you mean, got fired, yeah. 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 But Nate McMillan took over, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I think he's getting another opportunity and uh, looks good. He did I'll well with the Pacers. I don't know why he got fired. Oh, he always gets teams to the playoffs. Maybe yeah, Miller yeah. has been in a, He's not very good in the playoffs. He does not adapt that much. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, he always gets teams there. They play hard for him, so I think they're right. So many coaches just had to go up against LeBron and their career yep. just get like stifled where it's just like, I swear I'm good. There's just this yeah. other guy yeah. here. Is that Dwayne Casey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Mike Budenholzer. Yeah, Frank Vogel yeah. got lucky. <laughs> yeah. Vogel? Mike Vogel got lucky. <laughs> um... <laughs> um yeah, I think no cap. I think they'll end up in no cap. In the playoffs. It's an interesting year with Trey Young. I, I, you know, we all had higher hopes for him. I don't know if that was like unrealistic kind of towards him, but I, I don't know. I think uh, the second half of the season, I think he could be locked in, and I think that they just kind of figure out, I don't know, player roles, especially with uh, John Collins and what they're going to do with them. Um, yeah, I think the, the Hawks can easily make the playoffs. Yeah, they have I think they're missing of- Hunter. Sorry, Sorry go ahead. Go ahead. I think they're missing Hunter. Like, once he oh, comes yeah. back, like, it, it'll be amazing. Well, I, I was going to say, too, yeah, like, you know, they sort of, like, kept their head above water despite having a ton of injuries in the first half of the season. Like, it wasn't good. You're right. Like, they, they, they came out of the gate on fire. I think they were, like, 4-1, yeah. and yeah. One, you know. Yeah. And then, you know, things sort of fell back to earth. And they all had a lot of injuries and didn't have a lot of the guys playing. But if they have a, a healthy full squad, they're, they, they're a deep team. And... Yeah, they they're still they're one of the better of of the all these like lower tier Eastern Conference teams like with Trey Young. Yeah, I think you're still one of the better of the bunch there. With like, you know, your Bulls are there, your Hornets are there. Unfortunately, our Raptors are there right now. Like, um, you know, Cavs. Okay, they're way down. Pistons way down. But Hawks should be near the top of that sort of chunk of oh, teams. Yeah. Is what I'm getting at. So yeah, I think they're. I I had high hopes for them too. It's just yeah. the the injuries. Uh, 
like they they invested a lot in three point shooting. Um, uh, both of the the best three point shooters were out for a significant amount of time, and one of them still is. I, sorry, I'm blanking on his name right now. Uh, but uh, there you go. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, I will say no cap. They are making it. And just uh, for the last one here, <clears throat> across all Toronto sports, Kyle Lowry is the most beloved star in history so we're talking jays we're talking leafs we're talking raptors tfc um probably missing a couple but yeah jose altador i don't know no, uh, <laughs> i'm gonna say no cap no I, cap. I, I, i'm gonna write it down right now i'm gonna say it right now we're gonna retire his jersey he's gonna be the first raptor to get retired yeah i mean i'm like trying to go through the other teams i'm not a huge hockey guy i mean like doug gilmore was like beloved yeah. i know that <laughs> Delgado. Um, but i think Joe Carter, I guess, too, maybe yeah. a little bit. But I still think, I mean, the Raptors are, like, obviously because they've had success over the last couple of years, being in the playoffs and winning the title and all that. Like, yeah. I mean, you guys tell me I'm not there anymore. As soon as I left, the Raptors <laughs> got good. But <laughs> it does. So, by the way, you're welcome as soon as Tass and I left. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that I think this is no cap. I actually do. No cap. I mean, because Lowry also plays, like I talked about earlier, he sort of plays – like a hockey player in the sense that he's gritty, puts his body on the line, you know, he, he plays that way. And Toronto sports fans have always loved those Leafs type of players, Leafs players like that. Um, so it sort of makes sense that the, that they would sort of uh, love a guy like Lowry. So I'll, I'll say no cap. I got I to say no cap. No cap. I feel like Lowry's fan base and also like the people behind him. It's not just Toronto. You have the entirety of Canada. Yeah. Like with this kind of We the North movement and the championship, I think being a Toronto Raptor fan has become synonymous with just being like a Canadian in a lot of senses, a lot of sense of that. So, you know, when we talk about Doug Gilmore, we talk about uh, Matt Sundin or McGillney or whatnot. I feel like, you know, teams in Winnipeg don't give a damn about those guys. So it's just pretty much insular True. as far as like who's kind of backing them. So I got to go Kyle Lowry, so no cap on that one. It's funny to think that I remember there was a story when Kyle first came to the Raptors. I think Elvin Williams like told him like you bring a playoff series win to this franchise to, like to this team and you'll be a hero for life <laughs> like you'll never have to buy a drink at bar again that's true yeah which was true when Elvin Williams told him that and it became true when it happened but then it's pretty neat to think like no that was nothing like that's just the tip of the iceberg like you know we're gonna win multiple playoff series we're gonna make deep runs and, yeah we'll have some tough losses to LeBron and stuff like that but ultimately uh, win a championship that's pretty cool to think though yeah yeah. So yeah, he's a pretty yeah. special player, and uh, I think Lowry—he's like he likes to be prickly with the media. It's like his sort of like you know, it's his it's his vibe, and, and it, I think he plays it up a bit. But he loves the city too. Oh, oh, no, yeah. He loves the Raps fans, I think, because oh, yeah. they they go to bat for him, and they keep telling everybody, "Oh, you don't you're a casual. You don't actually watch the games. You don't know what he does." Um, so he knows that. Yeah. yeah, he's like on Twitter, like like how like if. Beyonce does anything and people come at Beyonce like that beehive like there is literally a Kyle Lowry oh yeah I'm, I'm oh, yeah. totally part of it I'm yeah. totally oh, yeah. okay with that yeah. I'm like Same here. how could you leave him off this list like every single time yeah, I, nice. I will bring it up um, I did leave one out um, friend of the podcast Amir yep. Blumenfeld uh, once <laughs> quoted that the Utah Jazz are the Raptors of the West Wow. Yeah. So Cap yeah, we had him on, and we asked him that. We we're like, okay, what is like the outside NBA viewpoint of the Raptors? And he came up with like kind of the the sh- the strappy underdog, the overachievers. Right. Like, so that was a compliment. Of- it sounds like. Yeah. 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 I think there, there's some some truth to that. And like the Raptors, when of course they were winning a bunch of playoff series, their identity was defense. It truthfully was right. Um, 
that's how they were winning a lot of games um, on the backbone of that. So, yeah, I think that's, I think, uh, what, what am I going here? I get all confused. I guess I'm going no cap. Yeah. No cap. No cap. Yeah, cap. I'll, I'll say that's cap. We have a chip, baby. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> that's true. But the fan bases, I'll tell you, are pretty damn similar. Like they, you know, they feel disrespected for sure. Yep. yep. They're gonna always go to bat for their guys. Um, you know. And Vernon Maxwell hates us. He yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so there's some similarities. I mean, there's like Blazers fans, Jazz fans, and Raptors fans. Man. It's, like, it's yeah, a wild bro. bunch. Yeah. <laughs> it's some diehard fans out there. Awesome. All right. Well. That was cap or no cap. And yeah, we're coming up on the end here of episode 28. This was awesome. Thank you very much for, for joining us, Jay. Yes. Uh, this, this was great. And um, can you just tell the world where they can find you these days online? What are you doing? Yeah, you can uh, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, basically all social media, at uh, Jay Skeets. Um, you can hit us up at No Dunks uh, Inc. as well on Twitter and Instagram. Check us out on YouTube if you guys don't mind. No Dunks, uh, just search for that in your YouTube uh, search bar there. Like, comment, subscribe. We go daily. We do a daily NBA show Monday through Friday. We do a bunch of other shows where we do uh, Beach Step In, where we answer people's questions that they send in. We do the Top Shot Hot Boys now, where Trey and I rip packs. So like, we're a, we a, a content factory over there. We're putting JD to work uh, at the classic <laughs> factory, as we call it. So, yeah, that's the easiest way. Swing by uh, No Dunks. Drop in the uh, – say hello in the YouTube comments. Let us know you came from uh, from you guys. So, uh, you know, why not? And uh, congrats to you guys. 28 episodes in. No joke, my man. 28 um, episodes yeah. in. So keep at it. Yeah. I, I'm loving the show, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, we, we, we used to do this on YouTube, like, back in, like, 2013, and we did it for a couple of years. And then during the pandemic, we're like, we should just, like – get this going again and yeah since, you know video uh, things like this you know help us out so it's been good i was uh that's funny you say that because i uh i was like are these guys on youtube and then i saw that it was like super old videos but <laughs> yeah. hey the production quality was slick man you guys have, like, oh, Andrew, like, andrew's gonna love that andrew's gonna love that yeah he makes me he makes us look like a million bucks to be yeah. honest yeah that was impressive so, we want to uh, we yeah. want to do it again Continued success, to, guys, with all of us. Yeah, appreciate Thank you. it. Big shout out to Andrew Ram and uh, Tryon behind the camera. Nice. Yeah. And Alan, where can they find you, sir? Oh, they can find me at the Alan Shane on Twitter. Alan Shane on Instagram should be the same thing. We don't have that. Shoeless Lewis on Twitch, and you know you gotta watch the Great Canadian Baking Show, 8 p.m. on CBC and CBC Gem. Tonight is Botanical Week or Botanical Week. I, I had some trouble saying both of them on, on camera. So uh, check that out. And there's no other cooking shows in Canada. No so. other shows. So no matter what the next person tells you, there is no other baking or cooking shows that you can watch. You can watch Alan on CBC and CBC Gem. With that being said, Dexter, where can they find you, sir? <laughs> I did not forget. Hi, Nikki. Uh, second... Um, if you want to take a break from the Grammys and you get a little hungry, tune into CTV MasterChef. Sorry, we do not promote any other baking shows on here. Sorry. Um, even though they're by the same person. Uh, just the one. Play my mother, mother music. That's living my Dex life. Don't forget the G, triple O G on the IG, TikTok, and Twitter. I will follow. 
He will follow. <laughs> and uh, again, what are we at? Like 10 tweets in like 10 years, maybe? I don't know. Something like that. That's good. That's good. That's like Top Shot. It's, it's very <laughs> rare. It's all like legendary tweets. They're all bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're Screenshot legendary. those. Get that moment of Dexter tweeting. Yeah. <laughs> And you can follow me at R.A. Henry. Try to get it everywhere. So that's Instagram, Twitter, uh, anywhere you stalk, and social media with people. And that, my friends, was episode 28. Thank you if you've made it this far. And we're out. Ryan Antonio on Big Brother. Oh, it's too late. Mid-season. The next one. Mid-season.